everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And today I'm going to talk about how I built my portfolio from a measly £3,000 in the bank account. A question that I get asked all the time is how did you turn your money into a multi-million pound operation? Because a lot of people think that you need money to get started when the reality is you don't, especially in this industry where you can offer assets out as security and a lot of investors are quite willing to put their money into the property space versus NFTs, cryptos, stock shares and any other quirky little investments out there. So... How did I do it? I'm going to give you a really brief snapshot. And again, this is just what I did. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it has worked for me. So I originally started off with a small pot of money and my first few deals were lease options. And I didn't really know what I was doing. I'll be totally honest. I was winging quite a lot of it, but as always, just educating, 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 understanding what it was, how it worked, and then just speaking to people. So my first deal or one of my very first deals was was a lease option and that coincided quite quickly with a couple of rental arbitrage deals as well as the BRR game, which I'm going to come on to because that's how I built my asset portfolio into the seven-figure mark. And, you know, that's where the kind of net wealth comes from and that's where the long-term wealth comes from as well. Uh, but the majority of it was just educating myself and really trying to stretch the cash. I did put stuff on credit cards, which I'm not afraid of using. And uh, I would advise anybody to use credit cards as long as it is for good debt, not bad debt. Difference of good debt and bad debt is obviously if I borrow money at uh, I think at the time it was actually 0% I took a, a 24 month 0% credit card out so I'm borrowing money for 0% and I'm turning it into a rental arbitrage operation that's maybe making 16% well I'm getting a 16% return on that money that I have borrowed and what I did was made sure that each and every month I was paying down the credit card so at the end of the 24 months the balance was zero that allowed me to get multiple units into operation and obviously get that cash flow going that helped the business move forward. I then, as I started to really dive into the viewings and, um, you know, initially I was going to do deal sourcing. Initially, that was kind of where it all started, as everyone does. But then I found this lease option deal and I did the numbers and I was like, this is too good to give away. How can I make this work? So I put it all together. The capital outlay wasn't huge. And I then, you know, put it onto the market and it started to generate revenue. And ultimately, we ended up creating more cash flow. And uh, that is, you know, still a property within the business now. And um, we will execute on that lease uh, when it is time in about two years time I think it is to buy that property great deal paid very well over the years and certainly have my money back out of it from getting the units set up I then got more and more inquiries so I naturally set up more and more rent rental units I was always pumping the money back in I'm a big believer to live live really vicariously uh, as you're building your business even now I you know still try and keep spend to a minimum, you know, try not to change my lifestyle and just, you know, pump everything back into the business, knowing that it means I can grow quicker and quicker and quicker. And by doing that, I have been able to reinvest the cash flow. And that's definitely helped with the volume acquisition game and, and, and helping being able to fund, you know, multiple setups, etc. Then the, the, the BRR game is, is pretty much how I, um, you know, I did a TikTok video on this the other day about, you know, how it can turn, um, you know, I think, you know, I can't remember what it was, 30 grand into, um, you know, 75 grand profit and all the different various, I can't remember what the numbers were because I've done so many of these. But in the main, 
what we're doing here with the BRR game is we're rinsing one pot of money through as many properties as we can. So we're, we're buying a property that needs work and knowing that we can uplift the value once we've done the work and then once that valuation is in we remortgage that property and then we pull it onto a normal mortgage pull the money out and i either pay the bridge and loan company off or i pay the investors off and then obviously what's left in terms of the cash we go again with so that is where i started with my initial portfolio just buying cheap houses uh, I would buy them on a bridging loan for sort of 70% loan to value. I'd have to find the 30% and also the refurbishment works, which I did by raising either investor money or by using my own money as I kind of got going and build up the cash flow from the rent to rent portfolio. And then what we then did was uh, we'd do the works. Back then it was taking, you know, four or five weeks to get the works done and the remortgage process was only a couple of months after that as well because we'd bridged them. You typically could find products that would do before the six-month rule and then we were pulling the money out paying off the investors, paying off the bridge and loan, and we had change in the back pocket to be able to then go again. And I kept doing that over and over and over again and, and really built the business up that way and built quite, quite a portfolio up that I owned. And naturally, the owned stuff, you know, if I'm only paying, you know, in some of my properties in the Northeast, I'm only paying like 100, 150 pound on the mortgage. And we're making like two, two and a half grand revenue on short-term rentals. So, it's an absolute no-brainer. The profit margins are huge. And then I was reinvesting that profit back into the business, setting up more units and then, you know, getting more cash flow from those units and repeating that process over and over. As I built the experience up doing that, naturally started doing bigger projects, bigger conversion type stuff. And I was winning more and more investor money over. So that definitely helped with the traction. But at the beginning, you just got to look close to home, friends, family, uh, potential colleagues. There's plenty of people that have got a lot of money kicking around. And sometimes you don't even need a lot of money, 20, 30 grand. And you know, for some people that might sound like a lot of money, but if you asked probably five or 10 people in your local pub, I guarantee you someone's got that money sat in the bank doing nothing. You can offer them an 8% return on it. You demonstrate how it's going to work you demonstrate how it's going to pay out you can give them the title deed as security on the property or a second charge after the bridging company on the property to, to give them peace of mind that they're going to get their money back and worst case scenario they've got a property so there's so many different ways that you can spin this game to be able to leverage other people's money whether it's bank money whether it's mortgage money or whether it's actual investor money it doesn't matter as long as your interest that you're paying is less than the interest you're going to get by running the operation when it's up running and as long as you're confident you can get that money back out and pay off those individual high interest loans then or you've got a security to be able to you know say okay well if the money doesn't come back out I'll give you a share in the building or I'll give you operational profit until I pay you back whatever that looks like the idea is you just building your asset bank up and just getting them built and then in the background, you've just got your rent-to-rent -rent stuff just ticking away. Um, you can set them up very quickly. A lot of people, again, think you need cash. I stupidly bought, bought a lot of furniture on uh, for cash at the beginning, whereas realistically, I probably could have gone a lot quicker had I actually funded the furniture. Again, yeah, your furniture finance might cost you 11%, but it is a small amount but based on you know your 18% annual return that you're getting on the property. Work out what the number is and your 11% will probably be a lot less. So you, you're still making a net profit and you're not then digging into your bank. You can then go and maybe set up another two or three units with the money that 
that you may have just paid for one set of furniture, which gives you the extra cash flow. And, you know, everything just multiplies. And I think that's the great thing about this game is you can multiply your number of units quite quickly. And as long as you've got your analysis right, as long as you've got your research right, then you're going to get a lot of money um, cash flow and coming through the business. And then you just reinvest that money, reinvest that money and just build up your own assets off the back of it. Um, and then naturally, uh, I, I was led into the kind of the property management stuff as people saw me doing what I was doing for my own properties. People asked if I would look after their properties. So that again became another revenue stream for us and, um, you know, just, just serviced other people's properties and, you know, managed them for a fee, ran them in my system, same as I run my own properties, same as I run my rented properties, fit into the same model, same staff, same systems and processes, softwares, etc. And ran that on behalf of clients. And um, again, in, use that money to then either buy assets or buy more rent to rent units and just build the portfolio more and more and more and that's no different whether it was in the uk or you know literally just took the same model over to dubai and repeated that process and that worked there and that's obviously given me the confidence to now start exploring the other avenues uh, looking forward to going over to miami in october to um you know start searching over there looking to get some stuff in florida i'll be spending a good couple of weeks down there uh, really networking and uh, popping into agents and seeing what we can get off the ground there hopefully by the end of q4 we'll have something set up live there uh, you know been digging around in portugal for the last three weeks and on the verge of stuff happening there so there's things happening all over the world and i guess i get that confidence that we can do that because of what we achieved in the uk then obviously testing it out in another country you know three and a half thousand miles away and the way that we've got it all set up now so all started from £3,000 in the bank account and a couple of credit cards and then leaning on, you know, friends, family and people that I know explaining the process to be able to build my assets. And some of those initial investors I still now work with because when you, um, so I like to pay them out monthly. So I, I pay them out monthly and um, they then see that money coming in their bank account every single month. So for them, that's like cash flow. Like we get out of the properties from running them as short term rentals. They're getting their investment payment. And once you come towards the end and you say oh just let you know we're about to do the remortgage completion on this day every single time the question is what's next because they don't want that to stop they they like the security they like that money coming in every single month and so i know that we can search for projects with confidence knowing that we can flip that money into that one once it's remortgaged and so on and so forth because those investors don't want to stop so for anyone that's at the beginning just get started the getting started is the hardest part you hear it all the time but once you've got that snowball going it really starts to move at a quick pace as long as you're doing things right you're reinvesting the money and you're choosing the right projects to go into don't get me wrong made many 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 mistakes there's no doubt about that um tens if not hundreds of thousands wasted but they're all good lessons and they all teach you a thing or two and they definitely all get you to that next level um i don't think you would grow as quick if you did everything perfect and you ticked all the boxes i just I, I think you'd end up sitting on the sidelines not taking chances and you know i think the main thing is just get your hands dirty get stuck in and if you do come across a problem solving that problem makes you bigger and stronger and it probably creates you as a better entrepreneur and creates a better business so for me that's how i turn 
turn my initial three grand into multi-million pound portfolio and continuing to grow on a daily and weekly basis. And that's how you can do it as well. As always, podcast is sponsored by IPRAC and room22propertyclub.com. If you do want to get involved with the community, then just head over to the website and we'll hopefully see you in one of the meetups very, very soon. As always, thanks for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, share, like, comment, do all those wonderful things and take care. If you are enjoying the show, then I would really appreciate a review. And for doing so, I am going to reward one lucky person with an hour's one-to-one phone call with myself to discuss anything to do with your life or business and try and help you move it forward in a positive direction. All you have to do is leave a review, take a photograph of it and tag me on Instagram at official Ryan Luke and I will pick out the lucky winner towards the end of the month.